0: hmm let's see we'll go to this next one since uh since things are continuing this is more so for any of the artists that watch or listen to my program which I'm sure there are several um I know Gmo ski admitted to being a fan of the show when I visited Haters Court last week, which you can see here. Um, And I know quite a few independent artists like to watch the banter between myself and Joe Kay. Um, Today, thanks to Chris Calico and a a current upcoming or current, you know, current just got released interview with Chris Calico, I got familiar with this place, Um, IndieAmplify.com. I didn't know what this was apparently futuristic who a lot of people know um well-known ish underground rapper there he goes right there zachary lewis beck is his name um say what you want about the guy i heard he turned in some um recycled stuff at one point but he's also somebody that's got quite a great backstory great work ethic great business brain And great artistic mind futuristic seems to have founded and become the CEO of basically what is a marketplace for independent musicians as it says right there most of the stuff here is representative of like rap and hip-hop and independent underground that type of shit but there's some other stuff too now what do I mean a marketplace for independent musicians because to be honest, the only thing I saw on here first was that for two thousand dollars you can get a Chris Calico feature. That's literally what this kind of is. It's literally <clears throat> Fiverr, but Fiverr specifically for independent musicians and entertainers. So with like a Fiverr, it's a gig-based, you know, set price, non-negotiable order-based system and we're just like that right here on indie amplify.com you can go to like their collabs and features page and on this page is a bunch of rappers with rappers you would know rappers that have decided to publicly advertise their feature price now this is contrary to the way people used to do business and i think it's going to inevitably bring the price on everything down as people realize That they might be charging more than they're worth, or the inverse occurs, where people start to realize they're not charging enough, and you're gonna see what I mean by that here in a second. But if you go to the collabs and features section of indieamplify.com, you can get a futuristic uh, feature for two thousand bucks. You can get a Chris Calico feature for two thousand bucks. Let's see, Echo. You can get an Echo feature for fifteen hundred bucks. So, NK five hundred bucks. Uh, Oswin Benjamin eight fifty. He's fairly well known. Jaron Benton eighteen hundred dollars. Corey Guns fifteen hundred dollars. Corey Guns did six foot seven foot for God's sake with Lil Wayne. Like that song went multi times platinum. You can get Corey Guns on your shit for fifteen hundred dollars. Like literally, and it's super simple. It looks like you just go in, you hit book now, like you would on Fiverr. You go down here and oh look we always talked about this me and joe would always talk about this if you're going to hire somebody from a feature for a feature make sure you're getting the ig postings make sure you're getting the shares so when you go in here you can request services so you're going to request the the feature which is going to cost you 15. but if you want a music video if you want them to show up that's going to be an extra thousand right if you want the if you want the ig post it's going to be 500. If you want the IG story with the swipe up link, it's going to be $500. So for $3,500, you could realistically get Corey Guns, fucking son of Peter Guns, infamous fucking ladies man and rapper, and one one of the guys from Six Foot Seven, Little Wayne, for your video and have him put it on his IG for his followers for what looks to be a fucking steal. Like, that to me looks like a fucking steal. I don't, I don't know. Maybe I'm tripping. And then this site is super cool. I don't know if you see this thing going on at the bottom here, but there's a live ticker that goes across the bottom that shows you the number of Spotify fans and listeners that each one of these artists has and whether that number is moving up or down, Right? So, yeah, Echo, Corey Guns, let's see, uh, Annoyed. Mac Lethal is only $1,500. Whitney Payton, $700. Dizzy Wright, $2,500. See, there seems to be no real parody to any of this. Like, it seems like people are just making up their own prices. And what a marketplace comparison setting like this allows you to do It is allows you to look at numbers and look at real life stats and make monetary comparisons between artists for projects and this is fucking great like as much as i fucking hate the idea of us advertising feature prices because i'm from the old school when it comes to that shit this is pretty rad let's see let's see what else we got on here binks who was actually on a twisted song you can get him for a g you can get Odd Squad Family for 1200 If you want Nubs by himself, that's $400. Um, let us see, Chris Webby, 5000 That's a lot. You want Burns, that's a G. You want Wreck? that's 1500 You want Mayday, that's 2000 Now, what this leads me to believe is that that's further evidence that Mayday is no longer on Strange. Because something tells me if they were on Strange... They would not be on this website like this because there are no strange signed artists. There are no Magic Ninja signed artists. There are no artists signed to labels on any of these sites. I don't think. I could be tripping. Chris Rivers, 1250. That's the son of Big Pun. He's fucking awesome. 1250 is a fucking deal, in my opinion. Some people may not, like, you may disagree, but to me, that's a fucking deal. Um. Let's see. Who else do I know? Massive Man, who's somebody I actually know, 1000 bucks. I think that's a bit much, but if he can get it, he can get it. Cryptic Wisdom, same thing, 1000 bucks. I think it's a little much, but if he can get it, he can get it. Just Juice is from Worcester, Massachusetts, and wants $5,000. He's not getting that. And no offense, Juice, I don't care if you toured with Tech once as a buy-on or not. You're kind of trash. Blind Fury, 750. 750. You want Blind Fury on your track? You want him to spit some blind bars? 750. Right? Mega Ram, 1500. Um, Montana of 300. Who may be, in my opinion, the most well known of all the rappers here, um, just given what he did a couple years ago. Um, 5,000. Beans, 3500. YBN Almighty Jade, 3500. Mark Battles, 1,000. I think that's a fucking steal. So you can get any of those people. And I think that we're going to see a lot more artists joining that shit as um, we go along. Just due to the fact that it seems to be the easiest... What happened am i back i'm seeing people say the audio is choppy i'm seeing some weird buffering on my side i apologize i am hardwired to the system so uh, i just made an adjustment to try to fix this thing um hopefully that does something i apologize if shit was getting wonky um hopefully that's better now but i'm, I'm thinking we're going to see a lot of artists joining this service besides artist features you can get promotional stuff you can get TikTok promotions, Spotify campaigns, YouTube promotions. So, for example, you click on YouTube promotions, and they've got different levels of quote-unquote campaigns. Um, a YouTube Platinum campaign, which will cost you three thousand bucks, is roughly seventy thousand to two hundred thousand views, and it increases engagement on your video and channel. And then they they do some stuff. And if you pay that, then they're telling you you're gonna get this many views so you can get music reviews done by by known reviewers um whether it's rappers um internet personalities a and r's management professionals um fucking business executives music label executives engineers other artists like that's just only 25 bucks i don't even know who that is like i'm half tempted to put myself on here and i'm gonna show you why look youtuber 25 bucks YouTube reactions. You can get your YouTube reactions here. Stevie Knight has a bunch of followers. For 300 bucks, he'll YouTube react to your video. Stevie Knight's one of the guys that's probably most directly responsible for Token really getting out there amongst the the reactor realm. And, you know, there's a bunch of these guys on here. Fucking, um, including Chris Rivers. And if you go back to the music review section... You know, everybody pretty much that was in the rap section is in here as well. So you can pay Chris Calico to listen to one of your tracks for $150, and then he'll give you a review, I guess. I I don't know. Let me click. Hold on. Let me find out. Yep, yep, yep. That's his thing. What are you going to get? Yeah, I don't know what this is. It's a music review. I don't know where it gets posted. I figured you'd probably... Yeah, you'll you'll probably get it somehow, but I don't, I don't know how. So you know this this website's got a lot of stuff. There's consulting available. Um, some of the people you can consult with are pretty cool. Um, some managers here that um, for some fairly big artists, some managers and label owners, some entrepreneurs, things like that, graphic design wise, same deal, lots of graphic designers in there where they start their list of services. Audio engineers, you're looking for an audio engineer, somebody to mix and master your shit, you want to get your shit mixed and mastered by Binks. that shit starts at 30 bucks. You want to get it fucking done at certain studios, you can get that done too. Videographers, same deal. You're looking for a video, this has got some of the best in the independent game, apparently. Exclusive beats, vocal templates, it really fucking looks like Indie Amplify has it all. That if you are... Like, if if you're trying to get on, and you're trying to find the pieces for a successful album, or a successful rollout, or a successful promotional campaign, it really looks like Indie Amplify is the place for you. Young Thompson, I don't see that there. CD pressing is like going the way of the dodo bird. CDs are going out the fucking window. Nobody wants CDs. So check it out. I intend on checking it out from a producer aspect because I want to see if I can get three people from that list and just put them on a track together without them knowing. Uh, Or maybe use some of my already existing um, connections to get features from other folk who aren't part of that list and then add them to people on that list. Now, problems. There's a lack of information at some portions of the website that I hope gets cleared up as you get deeper into the process. Like I said, when I just clicked on that music review thing for Curse Calico, it did not say what you're going to get, what exactly you're being guaranteed for that money. And I think we need to see that because that's typically what Fiverr does. Fiverr has a very concise and articulatable, this is what you're getting for your loot. And I think that's important, especially when you're dealing with thousands of dollars over the internet, site unseen what else um there's no negotiating so for example chris calico is x number of dollars but if you were putting chris calico on a track with say jay-z it shouldn't cost you two thousand dollars to do that so this site gives you no option to directly negotiate with the artist however what i do like is it gives you a jumping off point so if you kind of know an artist and you don't want to go through here and you think that you can use whatever the leverage may be to get around that price you can kind of know where to start so at two thousand bucks to the general public someone with an inside track or perhaps a special project that had some larger stars on it and that promised to increase someone else's, you know, visibility, you would be able to negotiate that money down. This this gives you no mechanism by doing that. And I bet you he's getting 20% off the top. By, by him, I'm talking futuristic and the company, which is exactly what they should be digging. Um, I don't know yet. I know one artist um, named Spacey Jones, who I guess has used them. Um, Sites like this are poised to put people like Will Glass and the UGH organization out of business. The artists conspiring together like this, which is exactly what it is. It's a conspiracy. The artists conspiring like this to publicly make their feature prices and shit like that available for the betterment of their own careers and for their ability to do more work basically eliminates the need for any kind of label. It eliminates the need for management. It eliminates a need for a booker. It eliminates a lot of the dudes who make money not being creative. So I'm about it. This is a way for the creatives to get their money directly from other creatives without someone with their fucking hand in their pocket. So fucking major salute to futuristic. It's a definite outside the box idea. It's a definite more complete idea than other similar ideas I've seen. I've seen beat warehouses and I've seen production warehouses and I've seen feature warehouses but I've never seen all of it under one roof so fucking awesome straight the fuck up with that shit like straight up fucking super dope um, so there's that let's see let's see I think that's almost it I think we got one more thing to talk about right and then I think we're gonna give away the puff cup and then I think we're gonna wrap this bitch up so what are we now gonna talk about? I really hope that y'all been dropping them flame emojis in this chat. And I hope that y'all have been keeping the ovens warmed the fuck up. Because we are about to get into the main course of tonight's delicious meal. And that is the announced lineup for the upcoming Gathering of the Juggalos, which at this point is just over a week away. So we've been waiting. People have been waiting. I think we need to just go through the the, the website because they didn't necessarily have an infomercial. Typically every year we get a pre-produced Fairly awesome fucking infomercial that not only lays out you know your activities and your um, your performers, but it also lays out like the general overall vibe and theme of the Gathering of the Juggalos. Um, this year we didn't get that. What we got was essentially a reaction video, and it was Jay and Shaggy reacting to fucking to jump steady's booking of the gathering of the juggalos that's straight up what we got it was it was a fucking reaction vid it was icp reacts to the lineup of the gathering of the juggalos that's what that video was and that's why you can't find it anymore it was not good not only was it not good it did not do a good job of selling the like selling the event it didn't like there's nothing there that, like, I can't miss. Like, there's literally nothing. So, I've got the website up in another tab. And I figure we'll smoke this blunt. And we'll go through it. And we'll discuss my problems and things with it. Um. And. Like, I'm not going to badmouth anybody. Like, Joe can look as rough as he wants. I don't care. People can say Joe needs an intervention. Cool. Cool. I've been saying that. I am no longer here to attempt to better the life of Violent Jay. I'm not here to give psychopathic records any positive ideas or reinforcement. Because they don't deserve it. They're working out of Jay's house intentionally and for a reason. As you're going to see. Because on top of the problems with who got booked... There's a lot of problems with those who did not get booked and those who did not get asked, let alone booked. So, give me 1 second. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to send us to a quick 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 break. And then I'll I'll be right back cuz I want to go get a drink. So, I've been rocking out with my cock out. I'm going to send it just real quick to a break. And um, I will be right back. Drop comments. Let me know what you think of this gathering of the Juggalos lineup. Not the infomercial, not how Jay looked, but the actual lineup itself. I want to know what you think. When I come back here in about 30 seconds, I want to read those things in the comments. Do that shit. have returned from our very 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 short break so i'm just going to do it like this we're going to share the website tab and we're just going to go through it because in my opinion it's not a good situation so this is your home page like i said we are a little over a week away from not only astronomicon but from also the gathering of the juggalos Love Rises from the Ashes Like a Butterfly, of course, going down to Legend Valley, Thornville, Ohio, August 19th at 8 a.m. until August 22nd. That's Sunday at noon. And we're going to click here to enter. Okay, we're going to go in here. We're going to see what's cracking. All right, so we're in here. I don't care. Oh, there it is. There's the live stream. I guess it is still up. Oh, so you can watch that crap if you want. We ain't going to watch it. There's enough, um, like there's enough, whoa, wait a minute, I didn't see that either, are you just not loading, is that what you're gonna do, you're gonna be a prick fuck, oh no, you're loading, okay, so wait a minute, so this changes Certain things, I guess. Certain things I thought about something else. Alright, so it's your standard program. Alright. Well then I was wrong about something that I'm gonna have to clear up after this. But let's get out of here because I don't want to see that. I just wanna see we're gonna go to we're gonna go to the artist. Now, I'm gonna start on the clown drip stage. And to me, I think the clown drip stage is the more important of the two stages. The artists that are relegated to the clown drip stage unfortunately are most of the artists that keep the underground going year round i constantly say you know how many days a year do the clowns come to your town twice two times a year maybe maybe if you're lucky some places don't even get one some places get one some places look out and get three or four but most places you get the clowns, you get twisted, you get tech, you get some of these other artists twice a year. Which means there's 363 days where regional, local, you know, other acts keep those scenes alive. They keep them engaged and they keep them financially viable so that when the clowns do come out through twice a year, Or twisted or whomever there's a existing active concert-going base in those locations for them to financially exploit those artists the hardest working artists in the underground they get put on second stage and, and I don't know why I think it's only buffering for you, bro. I think it's only if it's buffering for you, throw some fucking fire in the in the in the thing. I think somebody just needs to pay his uh Somebody needs to pay his uh his his internet bill. If it's buffering for you, go ahead and throw some flame emojis up in the chat. I want to see it. Because it looks fine on my end. I think you just got slow slow internet. But nonetheless, so, Clown drip stage, which is the second stage. We're going to talk about it. Evening performers. Oh, look. It's Violent J's concubine, Blase Rose. Why am I not surprised? This chick has literally done nothing. Nothing. In the fucking underground for at least two years. With the exception of she put out a track featuring... My homie, uh. My homie, Brody James. She had a track with him on it. That's like the one thing she fucking did. She should not be the main headliner of the second stage. Just shouldn't happen. Like, unless she's sucking dick. Like, I I don't understand why we're still playing around with the failed experiment that was Blase Rose. Especially considering some of the other people that are on this bill now also using one of her only fans promotional pictures as like the promo picture for the thing not a good look jay because she's good. like ugh. she looks like a divorced mom bro she looks like she's got a pack of fucking like she looks like she's got a pack of cools in her pocket like look at her she looks like she smells like an ashtray and jim beam like she smells like my stepdad like look at her She looks like a bar fly. What in the fuck is going on? That is literally the first act on the stage that most of, like, the most hardworking people are on. So that is your queen, right? Whatever. Like, and look, they're putting out the very first video because she ain't done nothing since then. Let's keep it moving. Dayton family. That's a dope get. Like I said, Dayton family is one of those lower tier psychopathic acts that kind of had gone past Hatchet House, whatever you want to call them, but they did a lot and put out some dope shit and should be ch- like, should be getting tr- like treated better than a second stage slot because these second stage slots are either before 5 o'clock during the day or after midnight at night and they're notoriously not well attended so you're kind of relegating these people to sub-par shows, okay? Now, of these people, I don't know who's getting paid. I have to assume maybe Dayton Family's getting paid. I have to assume maybe Blase Rose is getting paid. DJ Clay, I, I have to assume he might be getting paid, but any one of those three might not be getting paid. Inner City Posse on that second stage, that's the same way that they would put Lotus on second stage. Anybody that remembers when Lotus used to do The Gathering, Lotus would play second stage. So putting Inner City Posse on second stage is in keeping with that tradition. Misery. Fuck you, bro. Another one. Another one who ain't done a fucking thing. Another one who ain't done shit. And who's probably doing this show for a couple of fucking subway tokens. And I bet you... He's bringing my favorite fucking person from New York, Fuego Flames, with him. What up, Fuego? We miss you, Fuego. Anybody that's an OG fan of the beard remembers Fuego Flames. Fuego. Fuego Flames. Fuego. If you're going to the Gathering of the juggles, let me know. Somebody drop a comment. Is Fuego Flames going to be the hype man for misery? Huh? Uh, Project Born, Flint, Michigan representatives. Fucking super awesome, right? Another one. Super hard-working individuals. Super hard-working, lower-tier psychopathic guys that helped build this whole fucking thing. And super dope employers of one drunk Bill, aka Big Will, the driver of Project Born. Let's see. Yeah, of course Fuego's going. Fuego ain't had a show in a decade and a half. Of course he's going. Agreed. Project BORM is dope. <laughs> Fucking, drunk Bill is not Big Will, apparently. But in my world, you are. Let us continue. Because like, like I said, at this point, I've got nothing bad to say about nothing. i got nothing bad to say about nobody. Yet. Okay? Shaggy the Airhead, same deal. If you don't know Shaggy the Airhead, you don't know about the current popularity, I guess, updating of Psychopathic that kind of occurred. Shaggy the Airhead works with Lazy and Crazy, which is the company that was working with Ouija, to put out a lot of his stuff. So Lazy and Crazy has been able to come in you know, and through Shaggy the Airhead, have some production stuff get done. Um, I know he's got some beats coming up on the next ICP record, but um, I know he represents um, with Ouija. Um, I know he represents Lazy and Crazy. Um, v Sinister, a fucking, like a legend, and a psychopathic records alum, like a, like a fucking tunnel runners alum. So that's another like dope, dope, dope. Underground fucking pull, um. Cody Manson, dope dope pull, headlining the clown drip, drip stage on Sunday. If I'm not mistaken, Cody made some of the biggest strides as an underground entertainer and rapper during the pandemic. Um, he joined LSP. He put out a project. He continued his chain gang situation. He continued um, touring, he toured all over the fucking place, uh, does plenty of shows in Ohio, Does did plenty of shows in fucking Texas, was really killing it. So it is great that they got him and that they're giving him some stage time, regardless is if it's on the Clown Drip stage or not. Um, dirty Shirt, I don't know who that is. Double Homicide, I don't know who that is. Ezekiel, I don't know who that is, but he looks like Jarv, if you know who Jarv is. So I don't know who that is. Narcotics, I don't know who that is. Hexrated, I definitely know who Hexrated is. Hexrated has visited us here on the beard. He visited here to celebrate the release of his VLNC record that came out with Class, Last year, he's also a member of the LSP camp. Now, it's dope that they're showing him some love. It's dope that, you know, he's getting to play. But I'm going to get to something that's not dope a little later. He's on at 1 o'clock in the afternoon on Friday. Why is Hex rated one of the longest-serving dudes who is, like... Been supporting this scene like hard supporting the scene for a long time why are you putting them on at one o'clock in the afternoon on Friday while the sun is hot and people are still parking their cars what the fuck is wrong with you like this is what I'm gonna get to I have no problems whatsoever with the lineup of the gathering of the juggalos you know why because it was short notice. Because I know that they got a lot of nose. I know they did. We talked about them on the show. They got a lot of nose. What pisses me off, and what I think needs to be rectified, is the fact that people who live, breathe, eat, sleep, and shit this juggalo underground shit, They're being relegated to the second fucking stage while fucking buy-ons, we don't know, and fucking Lardy B, a fucking parody act, are being given not just preferential treatment and preferential time slots. They're being given paychecks. Why is it that Lardy B, Someone who probably didn't know what the fuck a juggalo was until the fucking deposit cleared Why is she getting paid? Why does she get main stage at night? Why does she get to directly open the for the clowns? But hex rated who put out one of the strongest underground projects last year Why does he have to play at one o'clock in the fucking afternoon on a side stage next to the leaky dumpster? it's not right i can't think that anyone is in the re- like has, has supported and fucking gotten behind this fucking movement for so long that would they would just be relegated like that's the face i would make if i was on at one o'clock in the afternoon that's the fucking face i would make that face right there fuck you that's the face i would make now i understand like hex with three x's i don't know who that is Isolated Beings, I don't know who that is. Jack Faust, I don't know who that is. Jay Bizarre, I don't know who that is. Jay Payne, I don't know who that is. Clockwork E, I don't know who that is. Knowledge the MC, I know who that is. Um, I'm a little surprised he actually got the call, considering some of his allegiances in the past, and I know the way they're playing games over there. I like Knowledge. But there's another one. Knowledge does shit tons of shows in fucking Detroit. Knowledge does tons of work with artists. Knowledge represents the underground in all his fucking facets. In everything he does, he represents this fucking underground shit. But you motherfuckers put him on while the sun's up. Like, why you fucking people... Like, they're being allowed to disrespect the game. Like, I really fucking feel... like. I don't want to get mad at the artists because I don't think it's their fault. They're doing what they can to get shows and to get on the biggest stages they can. I understand that. But I cannot sit idly by and watch dudes who I know put in all the work. Motherfuckers who are putting in all the work are being relegated to second stage. Like, during the day all right la perp don't know who she is open-minded i don't know who she is problematic now here's another one let's talk about him for a second because i know problematic i've known problematic for a long time and regardless of how i currently may feel about some of the things he's done or some of the things he's said problematic plays not just juggalo shows problematic also plays hip-hop shows his reach and his influence crosses over into other lanes besides just underground shit sort of like mine problematic is from one of the biggest media markets in America Boston Massachusetts problematic a couple two years ago came in runner-up in the fucking demo jams contest. Right? Problematic has also gone to great lengths to I'll say what I can prove to besmirch my name in an attempt to get noticed by psychopathic home office. Like he has told flat out lies about me and potentially tried to have me physically harmed. On behalf of Psychopathic Records. They put him on during the day. Why would you put him on? Like. No matter how I feel about him. No matter how I feel about him. Or feel about his music. Or feel about his crew. Or the people around him. And that the people who allow him to get away with his shit. No matter how I feel about any of that. Given what he has done. For y'all. I'm talking to you, Psychopathic Records. I'm talking to you, Jump Steady. Problematic has harmed his relationships with certain people at home in an attempt to rep for the underground and juggle those shit in Psychopathic Records. And you fucking people put him on during the debt. I don't know why anyone does anything for y'all. I don't know why anyone would do anything for you people. So... If you're going to the gathering, make sure you check out Problematic at 3.30 in the afternoon. At fucking 3.30 in the afternoon. Make sure you check him out. Like next to the potties potties in, in the puddle of leaky fucking dumpster juice where they put the clown drip stage. Make sure you check him out at 3.30 in the afternoon. Why would you put him there? He's worth more. Then 3.30 in the afternoon. <clears throat> I'm getting hoarse because I'm yelling. Any fucking person who puts in a year, like the whole year for this underground shit should be given brother achievement at the gathering if they're talented. I'm going to put some up on the screen again. Yeah, your homies don't gather for the lineup. I know. And that's the problem with Juggalos. And it's a problem I discussed in a previous episode. Juggalos are not a fucking, like a viable base for anyone to pitch shit to. Because you don't gather for the lineup. You don't go to shows for the lineup. You don't go for the entertainment that's being presented to you. You go to be fucking fuck-ups. And you go to fucking listen to the clowns do the same shit year after year and you do nothing. You definitely don't go to learn anything. You definitely don't gather to grow as people. You definitely don't gather to mature at all. That's for fuck sure. Like, the point of a music festival is to enjoy the music of your subculture. When people go to Lost Lands, it's a lineup of people who represent that subculture. When you go to the gathering, what you get is a lineup that reflects nothing about our culture, with our culture relegated to second fucking stage. And it happens year after fucking year. Every year, deserving, hardworking, talented, smart, fucking business savvy members of our underground are exploited for what turns out to be free fucking performances i'm damn near convinced that no one on the list that i've just said got paid at all besides in maybe one free ticket i got told by somebody today that they were offered one free ticket to the gathering who what rapper do you know travels one deep so if you want to play you're going to end up buying at least one ticket, if not more. Plus doing the work, plus doing the work, plus doing the promoting, which we're going to get to in a second. Because on top of this, on top of not being offered paychecks, on top of being disrespected with fucking daytime or fucking middle of the fucking night slots, besides all that, All the second stage openers received an email yesterday that we're gonna get to, and it's fucking disgusting. Rogues Gallery, I don't know who those guys are, but I'm sure that they deserve more than some of the fucking main stage artists. Son, SON, we've talked about him a lot recently over here. He's the shit. Now, by his admission, he's probably not ready for main stage, um, given that this is you know, his first release and this is like one of his first shows since the release. Um, his release party the other night went quite well, from what I understand. But he certainly doesn't belong in the middle of the fucking night or day, whenever the fuck they put him. Suicide! Now look, I've been an outspoken critic of suicide as long as I've known who he was. This is another person who lives, breathes, eats, shits, sleeps, showers, bathes, fucking brushes his teeth with juggaloism. Like, he embodies juggalo shit. Fuck it. Put him on second stage during the day. Fuck it. Fuck it, right? Put him on second stage during the day. Fuck it. The guy's literally, his entire rap career is dedicated to fucking underground and juggalos. Put him on second stage, right? No, I'm not cool with that. And if you're cool with that, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. Sideways. I don't know who that is. Schizo. I know who Schizo is. But this is yet another one. Who I think deserves more, given his lifetime of achievement in the underground, than second stage. Like... How in the fuck are we, there it is, there's your answer, there's your answer, can't let them shine too hard, can't, can't let them, can't let them potentially outdo you, like can't potentially give one of the hardest working guys in the underground the chance to take your throne, right? Like shit, man. Like the more I look at this second stage lineup, the more pissed off I get. Because these people, SSB, I don't know who they are. But I'm sure that they deserve more than second stage. Now, okay, here's an interesting one. This is another one from around my way. <coughs> Kill a T, Tier Diaz, whatever the fuck he's going by now. Um, I call him the four foot six dude. It's like a Hobson cosplay in Tech Nine. I don't like him. I don't like his music. I don't like him as a person, I think he's a bitch, but I know what Killa T has done. I know who T has worked with. I know what his work ethic is like. So regardless if I think he's a bitch or not, I know that he deserves more than a middle of the day slot next to the dumpster. Like. This is, like, that's the thing, man. This is not personal against these dudes. I feel bad for most of them. Like, I feel bad for A T here. I I feel bad for him. Motherfucker was in the, he was in the Purge. He was in one of the Purge movies. Fuck it, second stage. Dude was in one of the Purge movies. Dude's literally on the Purge fucking poster. Fuck it, second stage, bro. Fuck it. Fuck it. How many shows has he done? Hundreds? Fuck them. Second stage, right? It's not right. It's not right. And I should be relishing in the shit. I should be over here going, oh, yeah. Put that fucking kid on second stage. He ain't shit. Oh. Oh, put that on second stage. He ain't shit. I should be like that. I should be over here beating my dick over all these hard-working dudes I don't like. Being on second stage. But you know what? I'm not. Because it makes me unhappy. It makes me unhappy. So like, yeah, kill a T. Catch him on second stage. Like, Get the fuck out of here. Wicked Wood. There we go. Another one. I I might not like both of these dudes. I might like one of these dudes more than the other. I might think their face paint, their music... And everything else is absolute ass. I might think that. I might think that they don't deserve shit. But you know what I think? I think they deserve more than fucking second stage. I know that. I know I think that. I know I think that they've put all, like enough work in keeping an underground and juggalo scene viable 12 months out of a year... In a region the clowns don't live in. And I think based on that. That they deserve more than second stage. I still don't think they're very good. But I don't think. I don't think the gathering of the Juggalos. Uses very good or good. As a measuring stick for anything. And we're going to get to that. Because as bad. As I might think. Somebody like Killatee is or as bad as I might fucking dislike problematic, or as poor of a fucking example of our fucking shit as I think Wicked Wood is, I still like all three of those things hundreds of times more than fucking Lardy B. Hundreds of times. Hundreds of fucking times more. So Wicked Wood... Whiskey and Water, I don't know who they are. Okay, so there's your artist. I'm not even gonna talk about like the events, but we'll go to main stage now. And this is where my problems start to lie. Because there's something you're gonna notice. Short of a couple of names here, Not a single one of these people has been to the Gathering of the Juggalos before. Not one of these people, short of a small list, has supported an underground event at any point in history. And, short of a very small list of people, none of the people... That got preferential treatment on main stage, that are getting preferential treatment for paychecks, or that received preferential treatment for time slots. Not one of these motherfuckers marched. With the exception of a few. Which we'll get to. And, And I remember when the march was the most important thing ever. So let's go through it. So the Bedlam stage, main stage, mind you, big stage, the stage you'd like to be on. Big Hoodoo, AKA Doe no surprise. He ain't done nothing in a while, but at least he's a psychopathic records associated artist that needed a job. Now, I don't think Hoodoo's getting a paycheck or if he is, it's very big, but here's hoping he's getting something out of the situation. Now this next one. Who tuned into the show a couple weeks ago? Let me see Let me see some fucking flame emojis in the chat. If you saw the show. Where I jokingly said. That Chris Hansen. Was going to be hosting. A predator hunt at the gathering of the Juggalos. Drop some flame emojis in this motherfucker. Because I know some of y'all saw it. When I saw. That they were bringing in. Chris fucking Hansen to host main stage. First thing I thought of was, this has gotta be a joke. It's gotta be a fucking joke. They had to have heard my show and been like, yo, yeah, that's a funny idea. But clearly they didn't. And this is your main stage host at one point. Your main stage host is going to. Chris Hansen's going to a place where I know some fucking underage fucking's going on. Like, do you understand the irony? Does anybody here understand the irony of Chris Hansen hosting a fucking stage at the gathering of the Juggalos? Chris Hansen, right quick, bro. Right quick. Right quick. Meet me at camera one. That's insane. It's insane to think that Chris Hansen is hosting the... Like, reality's clearly broken. Somebody needs to return reality to the store. Because the shit's broke. Something's broke. Like, Chris Hansen is your main stage host. There's no punchline. There's no punchline. There doesn't have to be. There doesn't have to be. The guy who literally caught Juggalos on his show is hosting. That's all. That's that's not a joke. That's just a fact. So yeah, Chris Hansen. Chris Hansen's going to catch you being a predator. Live at the Gallery of the Jungle Homes. okay? <clears throat> it even says, Predators beware. Look, it says, Predators fucking beware. It says, Predators beware. What? Has anybody told Chris Hansen that the main stage, stagehand, fits his definition of a Predator? Has anybody informed him that the Will Sigler thing is very real and very much a fucking Predator situation? Like, this is crazy. I said that too. This is clearly why there's no Wolfpack. But we're going to get to that later. We're going to get to omissions after this. Because on top of, like, the craziness of who got booked, who didn't get booked is even crazier. Danny Brown, decent pull. I'll give this one a pull. But I'm going to say he didn't march. He didn't march, and he also didn't, he hasn't really done nothing super new right lately i mean i know he put out a project maybe a year year and a half ago but this is clearly somebody who they just randomly got to say yes okay um dj paul three six mafia the mafia six um fucking killjoy club which isn't actually on the bill surprisingly um free will i got no idea who this is i've been informed that free will is potentially a management-related buy-on. Their management or their label bought their slot. So there you go. Um, ICP's doing bizarre, bizarre. We knew that. That's actually pretty dope. Um, here we go. Kid and play. So Chuck. So Chuck, why are kid and play? on the gathering of juggalos chuck why are the stars of house party house party 2 class act and house party 3 why are they playing the gathering of the juggalos and the answer is very simple right now kid and play and vanilla ice are on tour together as like a 90s thing like a like a welcome back to the 90s or here comes the 90s or we love the 90s or whatever the fuck. however they're marketing the 90s on this one and i'm pretty sure for one flat fee you get both these guys and i'm probably pretty sure that they're under some sort of exclusive contract right now to do shows together so clearly jay wanted his boy v ice and due to the current situation with him touring with You can't get one without the other. Now, I love kid and play. When it comes to OG hip-hop shit, I love kid and play. Ain't gonna hurt nobody when we're dancing, baby. Ain't gonna hurt nobody when we get on the floor. Come on, kid and play? Like, if you don't know about kid and play, I don't know what to tell you. Go on Netflix, watch some House Party, watch some Class Act, watch some House Party 2. They've been, been dope. Um, They do the little kickstep. They do the Kid and Play dance. um, But I don't get it. Um, I don't believe that anything Juggalo-related was inspired by Kid and Play. I do not believe that their show, which is going to be them in suits and, and, and their dancers in suits and a lot of dancing, I don't think that given the throw-thing atmosphere at the gathering, I don't think it's going to go over very well because they're going to be very well-dressed and y'all are going to throw shit at them. Like, hold on. Hold on real quick. Kid and play. Play, mostly. Kid, potentially. Meet me, me camera one don't wear your best clothes bro i'm warning you like i know y'all want to come out in suits because y'all been coming out in suits um don't like save yourself the dry cleaning bill come out in sweats my guy like just come out in sweats like this is not the type of show you got to worry about dressing for so i hope you take care of your suits i don't get it but cool um king 810 kind of get this one this one i kind of get i kind of understand um They're a pretty hard band. Uh, Underground people do enjoy them. They have traveled with tech before. They have supported um, the Juggalo Underground. However, I'm going to say it again. They didn't march. And given the amount of people who were omitted from the list who did march, I don't think that you give them preferential treatment or a paycheck. Um, But if they're a buy-on, same thing.